for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified podcast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. I got to pluralize that one. Uh, we got the key of F. How's it going today? Hey! Glad to glad to have you back on. It's been a little bit. The last time we had you on was the uh, PanCan fundraiser, which was a huge success. And I want to thank you all for taking the time out of your busy schedules to jump on that and help support a very good cause. Oh, I know, yeah. I know it was very successful. The foundation that we worked with was very happy mm-hmm. with what we were able to do when my uh-huh. brain and focus wasn't a hundred percent where it needed to be. And they're like, "Yo, after a year of." like getting through everything and you can like really focus on this. We're excited to see what you can do. So it it was a huge success and they asked us to do it again this year. So that's going to be great, but um, I'm really excited to sit down and chat with you. I know you get, you've been fundraising for your uh, debut EP, right? That's yes. uh, I've seen the uh, GoFundMe passed around a few different times. And so that's (laughs) got to be pretty exciting. Um, but before we kind of jump into that, let's take a refresh on who you are, uh, where you're from, and just kind of break down of the key of F. Who are we? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's so meta. Are we going, I know, are we going like deep or like, you know, my childhood was awesome. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we digress. Yeah, it's just- all good. It's all good. But uh, so j- just kind of uh, introduce yourselves and uh, to everybody that's just kind of meeting you for the first time. Cool. Well, I am Marie. And I am Andy. Um, I am the lead singer and half of the songwriting team. This is the other half of the songwriting team of the, the Key of F. And uh, we're based out of Los Angeles, but I'm originally from Orlando, Florida, and I'm originally from Houston, Texas. So yay, Texas! Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to. I've only been through Houston. I've not ever been to Houston, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's fun. It's very large. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, so how long has uh, the Key of F been? How long have y'all been playing together as the Key of F? It's go. Oh my gosh, it's going on three years. What? Well, we've got um, those, you know, that missing year that doesn't count, right? Because of, <laughs> because of the pandemic. Yeah. That's, although technically we were still zooming into the studio, which was yeah. uh, interesting. That was an interesting time. We still, we made music, which, yeah. was, which was, which was fun. So yeah. yeah, it's been, the key of F has been around. It's still relatively new. It's been about three years, but mm-hmm. Marie and I have, we've been singing together and just kind of jamming together for uh, six, seven. Something like that. Yeah. We basically, we met through a mutual friend and it was a party and people were singing karaoke. And I was like, oh, you sing? Hey, come sing a song with me. Do you like this song? Do you know this song? And next thing you know, I'm throwing a microphone in her face and saying, sing with me. And um, so you guys have been together about three years, but two of them kind of don't count, but they <laughs> still do. You know, I haven't fi- figured out the equation for the COVID conversion because, you know, but yeah, uh, right? so- I like yeah, the COVID conversion. conversion. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> hey, I've just been coining phrases over the last two years. Pande- pandemic pending COVID conversion. You know, it, it's like just it. kind of kind of been a fun ride i guess um so you're working towards your uh debut ep which you're fundraising for right now um how far or how long have you been working on this album is it all songs that you've been sitting on for a little bit or what's kind of the makeup for this project we have we've been we've been sitting on a bunch of the songs for a little bit 
I want to say, yeah, the majority of them we've we've sat on for a little bit. And then one of them was relatively newer, which, you know, it's funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the problem child song. It's the new one. <laughs> so um, but the majority of them, we've kind of tossed around ideas and we started uh, we started writing these back in 2019. So yeah, we've, we've, we've had them percolating for a yeah. while. Which it, and that's been kind of nice too, because the more we work on the songs and kind of massage through them and work with our producer, um, I mean, the, the, the better they get. So we've definitely had, you know, we started with kind of a skeleton of new songs and tried to flesh that out ourselves with music and lyrics. And then we're like, okay, now let's bring it to our producer and see what he thinks and get some more input or producers, I should say, and get more input musically and just through the whole thing. And we also work with our voice coach yeah. and she helps us a lot. Um, getting it formed together. So it's, it very much takes a village yeah, <laughs> to raise a, a song. Lot of, it's a lot of woodshedding, which is great because the ideas that we like that make sense to us, we incorporate. And the ideas that we're like, well, I don't know if we really want to go that way. Everybody's really cool about being like, okay, you don't want to go that way. That's fine. Let's find something else. No one's no one's very pressuring you into or bullying you into making music that they want you to make. Everybody's really supportive. So we lucked out. Oh yeah. And they, they have a really good grasp of the sound we're going for, yeah. which we've kind of started calling a, a kind of a swampy gritty rebel bluesy blues. Rock. rebel blues. Yeah. Like super things too. Rebel blues, kind of gritty swampy. And so everyone that we work, what, this is my working on a song apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an imaginary Rubik's cube. It does look okay. like a Rubik's cube, but you know, you got to put all the sides together and you know, I can pretty much get one side. So we need the other people to help. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but everyone helps to get it to that sound because they have a really good grasp of what we're going for. Mm -hmm. And so you said, you, you said earlier that um, you'd started writing some of this music, started, essentially started working on this back in 2019. Obviously, the pandemic had to have played a factor in this entire process, but how much did it really kind of affect the, the release of this EP? I was actually, it did because we were pretty much ready to start getting in the studio and then suddenly everything was locked down and especially in Los Angeles, like well, you locked it down pretty tight. So we're like, oh, what are we going to do? Um, and amazingly, I was very impressed at the whole process because we had... Andy going into the studio just by herself. I was on Zoom in the corner of the room and it was just her and the producer working down, laying down some tracks. And then we had a guitar player zoom in and send tracks. And just the technology involved is so impressive that you don't necessarily have to have a whole band all in one room at the same time. You can bring in instruments and and so we actually got one song recorded and part yeah. of a second song. We did. And so I was like impressed that that even happened. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially during the pandemic. You brought up in LA, everything was like super locked down. So the fact that you were still able to make it work is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. and, um, so as, as you're kind of going through this project process of like writing the music, recording, in the middle of the pandemic, uh, obviously, it slowed a lot of a lot of steps down as far as production because not only can't you get into the studio at the same time, you've got a one person at a time, so it, I'm sure it doubled everything up, which is I can only imagine how annoying that is. But <laughs> I, I think the worst thing is trying to work harmonies over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. it's. That's impossible because there's that a little was... bit of lag time, and you can't sing at the same time. Yeah separate locations and that oh my gosh that was so hard <laughs> so we would end up sending audio files mm -hmm. back and forth to each other 
And like for, for me, I would load her audio file into GarageBand mm. and then I would record something over it or, or, you know, vice versa, send it to her. And then she would bounce me something back so that we could actually hear it and be like, yes, that works. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the drawing board with the, and, yeah. Did you have to re-record any of the songs once you were both able to get into the studio at the same time? Got fully through <laughs> that one worked out the one that we fully recorded oh yeah that one worked that out that one worked out beautifully it's mm. it's the problem child song <laughs> we started laying down tracks for one that hasn't been released yet and yeah. so that one there were tracks laid down well the music is is laid down and and that's awesome and then we we've still been massaging with the vocal tracks and so yeah we ended we, up going in and we did a pass We did a pass on the vocals and apparently I'm the fuss budget because I listened to it and there was just something that wasn't jiving. Mm -hmm. So I, I talked to Marie and we were in agreement that we just wanted to pull the song Mm -hmm. for the moment and kind of squirrel it away so that her and I could sit down and we could work on the, the lyrics and the vocals and where we wanted it to go. And Mm -hmm. we just finished doing that and now we're getting ready to probably go back into the studio next week or the week after Mm -hmm. and record re-record the leads for that song right so I mean it happens there's just Mm -hmm. sometimes where something isn't clicking and this Mm -hmm. song it was so funny because all of the other ones I felt like they came together really easily Mm -hmm. and this writing out the initial lyrics and finding the initial tune. This was the song that I was the least worried about. I was like, oh, that one's going to be a piece of cake. I'm not going to worry about this has been the song that has been the biggest pain in my ass. It happens. It really does. And you know, it's funny because the reason I was asking that question, was it necessarily if a song was a problem or not, but like trying to do everything remotely, getting things to sync right or, you know, like timing issues or whatever. Like, I, I, I don't remember who brought up the half second delay trying to do stuff through Zoom right. or whatnot. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. it, it, it's- Our producer is amazing. And so yeah. he he's able to engineer that and make it fit. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's good to have a good producer, right? Um, so, uh, got- <laughs> how many uh, songs are gonna be on the EP? It's looking like four. Yeah, so it's going to be a mini, a mini. Okay. There's going to be four of them right now. Everything, the stuff that we have released prior, we're not going to put that okay. on. The, those are so another love like mine, feeling the mood and lies. That's not a part of this project. Another love like mine is actually part okay. of the the EP. That okay. was the very first single that was part of the whole. Gotcha. Um, this right. EP. But like you said, lies and feel in the mood, those are just going to be standalone singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotcha. There. gotcha. So was the, when you were re- uh, released another love like mine, was that the original plan that it was going to be a part of an EP or did you release it? And then yeah, it was <laughs> the way that it was supposed to work was another love like mine was supposed to get released mm-hmm. and then that was happening in october because that's yeah. when apparently the key of f releases everything in october yeah. fair, um fair. and then right after that we were supposed to finish everything else and by february the ep was supposed to come out well somebody was a pain in the ass and didn't like the way song sounded so she pulled it and so now we're in like a little bit of a delay but it kind of worked out because i think what we've landed on for this song we both are in agreement that we like it so much better Mm -hmm. and it's given us enough time to do a little bit more crowdfunding and Mm -hmm. find a couple of really cool perks that we can give people so that was awesome i think a lot more bands need that pain in the ass (laughs) <laughs> just say you know because th- th- there's a difference between getting the song right and trying to be too perfect like mm. if you're just trying to get the song right and that that's completely different than trying to be perfect and some bands are just kind of like nope that's what the song is and it's like yeah but 
you you missed like a whole section over here like you know <laughs> they, they just kind of be, and I think that has to do with like the budgeting thing. Like, well, we can't afford to go back and re-record these four tracks or, you know, like whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like, I get it, but yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And you want it to be right. And you want, and the thing is you want to really like your own song. Cause at some point, I mean, any song you're working on at some point, you're like, Oh my gosh, we're so working on this song. But in the end, when you record it, you want to like it. And I got to say, the, some of the best times have been when we're in the studio listening to a final uh, mix of a song and we're dancing and singing along and we're just so happy. And we did that with Lies and we did that with, with Another Love Like Mine. I mean, with Feeling the Mood. Yeah. Um, and then eventually Another, another Love Like, like Mine. mine. But just having really, that joyous yeah. moment of like, yay, we're dancing and we love it. And that's a great feeling. And if you don't have that feeling, then you don't want that. That's not the recording you yeah. want in that song. No, not at all. Not at all. So um, about another love like mine, and then we can kind of move on to the rest of the EP. Why did you choose that song to be the single? Or was it just happened to be the first song that was ready to go? I think it was the first one that was ready. Yeah, it was it was really the first one that was was ready to go and mm -hmm. the others and again like I said, I was expecting the the song that became a problem. I was not expecting that song to be a problem. Yeah. Um and just talking with the team, we'll be like, "Oh, yeah, we'll be able to get this knocked out." Um travel was still weird, so the majority of of ugh, English is my second language. <laughs> the majority of us were staying in Los Angeles. So we were talking about, hey, we'll be able to get into the studio over Christmas. Nobody's really going out of town. So we'll have time to get it done. Yep. <laughs> but then we took that time to yeah. really work it. So that was, we, we used the time in different ways, wisely. For sure. And as long as you're using your time wisely, that. You know that 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 works as well. Um, how's the uh, uh, fundraising process been? Is very, obviously the fundraising process is just like this whole thing that works for some people, doesn't work for other people. I, I've tried to do fundraisers for various different projects, and it's just kind of like, meh. <laughs> you know, we're here, so. Well, and it's um, and you know, right now is a difficult time for a lot of people, so yeah. we're not you know, pounding on people's doors or anything. Cause we're like, Hey, everybody's just trying to kind of get through right now. Mm -hmm. And we totally understand that. So it's like, Hey, if you happen to be doing yeah. okay and you want a cool t-shirt, you know, <laughs> cause that's the thing too. I like the idea that like, Hey, we'll give you something. So it's like, right. Hey, if you were thinking at some point you'd want to buy a t-shirt anyway, you can buy it now and help yeah. us out with the studio. So it, it's it's been a good thing and we have had a lot of people who have been generous and helping us which has been wonderful so we're kind of like we'll take what we can get and anything that we get will help us you know mm -hmm. and so it's 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 all it's all icing yeah that's good okay. I, you know it, it's always good to have the extra support and whatnot so and especially as you kind of get closer to the release of the uh, ep you know i'm sure it'll it'll help in many different ways. Um, are you looking at just doing this release digitally or are you going to have like hard copies and of CDs, vinyl, you know? Right now we're just going to do uh, digital. Okay. Eventually after, you know, we want to, um, we're kind of taking it slow. We want to see what happens with the digital platform. And then mm -hmm. if, if, if it really starts to, gain speed and, and gain a lot of popularity, then we'll look into maybe doing like hard copies and things like that and putting it on our website and stuff. So, but the nice thing now, I mean, because it's such a digital world, it's, uh, it's faster and it's cheaper. Yeah, and true. so it's a good thing to be able to just say, Hey, there it is. You can go listen to it. And I know it's, it's, it is a different world because, you know, I grew up with albums and I love albums. I love that tangible and you look mm -hmm. at the pictures and the liner notes. Like there's something really special about that, that kids don't know that these days. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? I'm going to listen to five songs in a row by the same band. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> hey, I've been all about the vinyl recently. Like yeah. I, I think it, 
about three years ago, or no, actually, it's been a little bit longer than that, about four years ago, I guess, at this point, um, my mom bought me a, like, a Victrola suitcase record player. Oh, how nice. cool. Like, you know, you can get them at, like, Walmart or Best Buy or whatever, and they're, like, yes. 60 bucks, whatever they are. And I was like, okay, because I had mentioned that I wanted to start getting into vinyl because I was see you at that point, you were starting to see them occasionally at like FYE or, you know, like any kind of those specialty stores. And I bought um, 36 Chambers for the Wu-Tang Clan, just kind of randomly. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. And I bought that and I had the record player and I started listening. And ever since then, anytime I go to an indie show, if they have vinyl, I'm probably going to buy it, assuming That's that it's awesome. not crazy expensive. Like, but I understand vinyl is very expensive, period. So it can be. Yeah. I back in the day, I worked at a music store mm -hmm. and uh, when I lived in Texas and certain things, I mean, they, there, was, there was always some vinyl available, but it wasn't everything, you know, everything didn't come out on vinyl. And so when something did, I got pretty excited. And I remember I bought um, Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 on vinyl because I could. I was yes. like, this exists. I think I need to buy it, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's one of those things, especially when you can get like that original pressing and it's not like a reprint or whatever, you know, there, there's just something special about that. And it's like you mentioned, Marie, I believe, Marie, you mentioned about it being a piece of art. Yeah. You know, so it's, it, that's what I like about it. Just having, like, even if I don't have any intentions on listening to it, because there's this one vinyl that I bought from a band in Nashville, the record itself is tie-dye. Oh, and what? I, I literally don't want to play it because it's like, it just looks amazing. Like you sit there and look at the vinyl and it's like, I don't want to risk scratching this. I want to keep it in the jacket and just keep it there. <laughs> wow. But, nice. Yeah. So oh, that's so cool. It is. It really is. And I'm just, I just sit there and look at it and it's like, oh man, this is amazing. I love it. So. Wow. When I was a kid, we had a lot of 45s. Mm -hmm. And I remember this 145 we had, and it was a uh, Grand Funk Railroad. Okay. And the song was America. We're an American band, mm -hmm. but the 45 itself was yellow and translucent. Oh, oh. nice. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Whenever I go through the records, I'd be like, this one, look. And just, I just thought yeah. that was so cool, you know, that you yeah. could yeah. have fun and be creative with the actual record itself. Mm -hmm. I, I, bought a bunch of random 45s on eBay once. Like you could buy a whole lot of them for 20 bucks and they'd send you like 50. And it was just basically in like the white sleeve. So you're just getting like a bare bones thing. And I got so many demo albums of musicians like that you'd never heard of, but then occasionally you'd get one of a band like before they made it, like it would be, uh, I got like a Bill Weathers demo album in there. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, this is really cool. And so I, like, I went to go put it on cause it had, um, ain't no sunshine on it. And I'm like, oh. all right, cool. <laughs> oh. And so I sit there and I put it on and then it just starts skipping. Cause the record scratched all hell. And I'm like, well, at least I have it. Like, I mean, that, exactly. that's true. I mean, you just frame it and you're like, no, we're not playing that one. <laughs> pretty much. But uh, no, that's that's cool that you guys are uh, possibly looking at, I don't know, like the digital side makes sense because that's kind of where the industry's at at this point in, in the world. You know, it's fortunate, unfortunate. You know, I don't really know. Um, but so as, as you kind of getting closer to the full funding and the release of the album, do you have a date selected yet or where's everything kind of sitting there? We were just talking about this earlier. We're going for 2022. <laughs> I had said to her, I said, you know, best blade plans of mice and men. This was supposed to be released out in February. I said, watch, it will just be our luck that, something's going to can't get it done and the release date is going to be sometime in october and she's like no <laughs> i have plans for october <laughs> we gotta you, start releasing stuff in october 
You said February, so it's going to be February 2023. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I really, I would really love this to be done and mixed and mastered and released while we are still in 2022, even if it means, and I've, I've said it here, even if it means releasing it in October, <laughs> I'm putting my money on summer. That would be nice. Because so. actually we have the, the music tracks are laid down. So we're literally just bringing in so the problem. No, no, I am too. We're both the problem. We're, we're equally the problem, John. but we're laying down. We need to lay down vocals and harmonies, which is fun. Um, and then if we want to sprinkle any little extra, extra icing well, we on the do. top. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's still, there's still work to be done. Yes. But, but a lot of work is done. So it's not too, you know, it's in the realm of possibility. Yeah. You see the finish line is essentially I what do. you're I see it. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, and the the main hangup is that problem child song that. Or... <laughs> it was, but now I think we got now over the I, hump. Yeah, yeah, I think that we actually had gotten over the the hump with that, and it's so funny because that is probably the one song that it was an omen that we could not decide on what the title of this song was. <laughs> we had like three different song titles for this and none of them were really, eh. So I started getting really frustrated, like I do. <laughs> and I, I ended up calling it that song. And she was like, we're not calling it that. And our producer <laughs> was like, I think you should call it that. That's kind of funny. I'm like, right? <laughs> like i was totally okay with calling it that song yeah. and she's like no 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 no, no, no. Nope. <laughs> we're not going to be at a show and we're going to say yep this is that song exactly i'm like and and i don't want to keep it in that stage of like frustration because yeah. that was the frustration title that was the working yeah. title while we were frustrated now we like it again and we're ready to hey, sing and do the harmonies again See, so we want to bring it back to a, a positive place. That was a very positive way to that was a very political answer and a positive way to look at it. I think you're running for office, aren't you? Vote for Marie in 2022. Yes. At the very latest by February 2023. This is why I let her do most of the talking because she's much more diplomatic than I am. Apparently, I don't want to watch. Just saying, we want to bring it back into a positive place. Now it's like, yeah, that song. Yeah. With the thumbs up on the title. No. See, no. if she can veto my thumbs up, I can veto her. You know. I'm sorry. What was that? What? That was my. <laughs> That's my uh, bleep. Was that your way of saying okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. I think you should call it that or just problem child. I don't know. I know. I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, problem child problem would child. be a good title. Doesn't, doesn't ACDC have a song called Problem Child? Do they? I think so. I don't know. I'm a problem child. I'm going to take your word for All right. Well, I don't want to step on ACDC's toes. We'll find Me. something. Eventually, it will, it will come the song that shall not be named. <laughs> that problem child song or the song we choose not to talk about. I don't know. You'll figure it out. It's right. a lot of, uh, you know, letters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's become the title of like a Fallout Boy song. This was the song that was a pain in Andy's ass. Yeah. But Marie stayed positive. Marie still likes it. Yay! You could you could just call it TFS, and yeah. and it's like okay, it's positive people. That? That's a a uh, trivial pursuit question right there. What does TFS uh, yeah, stand for? Oh, and it'd be like Tooth Fairy song. I'm just saying that's what it could stand for, you know? Some people, you know, like losing teeth and some people don't. I'm so glad that I was not drinking anything that she said that. That would have been a spit take for sure. She waits until I have, until she sees the thing and then she says something hilarious. She knows that I'm going to start laughing and it's going to go over. How many times have I spit stuff on you that wasn't jello? She does. Yeah, she does. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how's the, uh, obviously, 
everything's still kind of in flux with the uh, EP and whatnot. Um, how's the uh, live shows going right now? Are you doing any of that or where, where are you kind of sitting on the live shows? Basically we've just done um, like zoom shows. Mm-hmm. And so we did, we did do a zoom show when things were kind of, let's say about halfway through the pandemic where people were starting to kind of form their pandemic bubbles, you know, yeah. and we're like, okay, we need to be in each other's bubble so we can play and, yeah. you know, yeah. be in the same room. And we did a live show. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. And that was, that was really nice. And we're, we were just talking about doing another one of those. We're trying to, the problem with being just her and I is we still need to fill out the rest of the band mm-hmm. to have people actually commit to wanting to be the drummer, wanting to be the bassist. Um, I started learning bass, but I'm not there yet to where I can play our yeah. songs and actually sing them at the same time. It's like a train wreck. So I had to pick one or the other. So I'm like, no, we need to find a bassist for right now until I can actually get- And lead guitar too. Yeah. We need somebody who knows how to shred. Cause yeah. that's the thing too. Uh, the studio mus- musicians that are coming in and playing the tracks are really good. So it's like, okay, we need someone who can play what they really good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we need some very skilled folks to join in. But for right. now, we do our Zooms and we do either acoustic sets or like, you know, or or play with sing to a track. You know, that's mostly when yeah. it's her and I together. If it's me by myself, I'll I'll track it. She'll do to a track. And she's on the track doing the harmonies. Mm-hmm. But when we're together, it's usually an acoustic show mm-hmm. that we'll do. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I was going to ask about the makeup of the band during like live gigs and whatnot. Because uh, obviously when you're out playing, you don't necessarily want to have a backing track because not every place can accommodate that. But yeah, so I was kind of curious about that. A lot and- of the places here in Los Angeles, it's great because they will allow you to have a backing track. We have some friends who they are just a a two-piece band and they've got the drums, the, um, the, the, uh, sorry, not the drums. They've got, they've have the bass Bass and all of the harmonies and then they have a rhythm guitar that's on a track and they're playing drums and lead guitar and it works. It's, I'm like, okay, that's, it is an avenue that we thought about going down. So, yeah. I got you. And obviously, obviously, like this year is going to be a transformative year for a lot of musicians, especially ones that went into the pandemic, a newer or a new band, or didn't go into the pandemic existing at all. Right. You know, this year will be the opportunity for them to really find their footing and what they want to do and what they want to look like live. So it'll be a really cool year. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see all the new shows. Like there's got to be something. Just starting like people that we know who were already playing live before they're just starting to get back out there and play Mm -hmm. live again, which it's exciting. Yeah. Especially out in LA. Like, I mean, I know LA went through a really tough time during the pandemic, you know, like, I heard, I've heard all the horror stories about going down to the beach and it just being like a homeless, you know, yeah, but um, it's a lot of places closed. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, clubs and theaters, like a lot of the uh, LA uh, North Hollywood used to have a whole row and it was more theaters in a like four block range or Mm -hmm. a couple mile range, Um, more theaters there than most cities like it was a very high concentration and more than half of them closed yeah really sad i think i think a lot of the places that i think a lot of the places that survived out in la were the ones that had like that lineage or a name recognition so like when you said the viper room everybody knows what the viper room is yeah yeah the the viper room is actually going to be closing really I just, I read an article that they're going to be building oh, wow. some other stuff on that property, but they are going to put in and don't uh, quote me on this. Cause okay. I 
my information was from one source of one article that I read. Yeah. So this may not all be accurate, but what I read, they were going to be building a new thing on that space, mm -hmm. but that they were going to be putting in kind of a museum-y type place what? with the rock and roll artifacts the, in it yeah. so okay. that there would still be something honoring the Viper Room, yeah. but it would no longer be the Viper Room actual performance club. Now, again, don't quote me, do some research, but that is what I read. That's going to be so weird though, uh, because the Viper Room is so iconic. iconic. Yep. Been for decades. It's like across I mean, the street from the whiskey and the is. rainbow yeah. room, you know, and it's you like, know. yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, well, I didn't see that because like I got a lot of friends or a lot of musicians that we work with that live out in LA and they've all been posted recently about how they have a show at the the Viper Room or they know they're going to a show at the Viper Room and I have not seen that pop up yet. So Oh my gosh. That, what if I'm completely wrong? I had a dream. <laughs> I swear oh, I read this. No, no. But I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious to get some more intel on that because and and I don't know how far ahead this plan is. So hopefully yeah. all these gigs are still happening for a while. And yeah. I, I know gigging in LA, it depends on where you go, because there are certain places where for you to be able to gig there, you have to get as many you have a minimum amount of people that you need to get through the door mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. otherwise especially on the sunset strip yeah yeah you can't just yeah viper is one of them so it's yeah. like if you don't i can't remember what the number is what the minimum is like 20 people at least it at might least even be more 30 i'm not um, sure but yeah um, definitely but, no yeah. yeah you can't just hop in and gig in in those sunset strip places that's for sure there's for sure. But there's so many, and I think that's another thing too. We're we're blessed that we have so many different venues, and not just down on the Sunset Strip. There's so many cool venues. There's I just went to a show over at Molly Malone's mm -hmm. over here, and they've got an incredible live area for bands and stuff like that. Where if you want to sit at the bar, that's in a completely separate area where it's quiet and you can have a conversation. But if you want to enjoy the music, you can be right there in the thick of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah, in the Valley, there's a few places in the Valley that are cool and down in Orange County, there's some spots, there's a lot of spots down there. Yeah, so there definitely, there's a variety of places you, and also to attend a show, like you mm -hmm. can go to but like, it's one thing to go to the whiskey, which is awesome, mm -hmm. but, and you're at the whiskey. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of people and crazy yeah. and you're probably going to spend 25 bucks to park somewhere, yeah. <laughs> but there's places in the Valley or somewhere you're like, Hey, I might actually get a parking spot and yeah. I can walk in and just buy a drink. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I was looking and the Viper room is closing. I was trying to find if they had like a date, but they're saying next year. So. Okay. okay. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Well, this <laughs> it is, happens, I, you know. I better, you know, get on it. That way we can hopefully maybe play the Viper Room before it closes <laughs> so we can check off that on the bucket list. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's weird. I don't know. Like, yeah, I I have no words. So. Oh. oh, man. I just, I crushed, I crushed your Viper Room spirit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it was just one of those things where it's like, I was trying to get out to LA for the longest time and, you know, just hearing, Oh yeah, this is going on and that's going on. And the Viper room was kind of uh, one of those places that I wanted to go check out. You got a year. You got a year. Got a year. Yeah, and that is Rainbow true. Room is really cool. And, so is and the whiskey, whiskey is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is very, very awesome. Yeah. Um, and I, you got a lot of, and check out Molly Malone's. Yep. I've heard Molly. I've heard of that place as well. You know, so there's a lot of like iconic places and, you know, I, I've gotten to go, be, I've gotten to be at some really cool clubs and like music venues. There's when I was living in Tallahassee, I went to this blues club that is uh, like super iconic. Like every major blues musician has come through there. And there was even, I don't know if you're into baseball or anything, but there's a rumor. There's like a story that goes around that they would be playing blues music in this place, but across the street, Andre Dawson, who is a huge uh, player for the Cubs in the eighties would be playing baseball out in their front yard or in their front, whatever. So that's cool. Yeah. 
And so it's it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, all right, that that's interesting. But like a lot of the big names, it's called the uh, Bradford Blues Club, I think. Cool in Tallahassee. Yeah, in Tallahassee, in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, and so it's just, yeah, it, it's really cool. And been to a few of them places and. The Viper Room is one of those places that I want to get to. So, but then again, the whiskey, the the whiskey would also be a good place to go. You know, just there's a lot of LA's got a lot of iconic places. So that is true. Um, but yeah. So, what as for obviously you've got the EP that you're working towards. What's the uh, plan for the rest of 22, 22 once you kind of figure out more with the uh, album? We've also been writing uh, new songs mm-hmm. that we got to jump on that. So we've got a few new songs that we're starting to kind of feel out right now and, and piece together and put together. And it's nice because we're able to take our time mm-hmm. with it. And nice that we can also be in the same room mm-hmm. when, <laughs> when we go to practice stuff and rehearse yeah. stuff. And we want to um, we want to get out there and and hopefully get and do more live shows, not mm-hmm. just live streams. But I would love to be able to fill out the rest of the band and you know perform over it. There's another place in the the valley called Universal Bar and Grill that has a great little stage and it's a nice neighborhood bar. Yeah, that's a good spot that would be a lot of fun to perform in. Nice, nice. So you got big aspirations for 2022 and then that'll lead you into another great 2020, not another great 2023. That <laughs> that 2023 has already happened, but you know, I'm sure that there's a realm where 2023 has already happened. So I don't that know. It's one of those other, yeah. And it wasn't as good as the one that we were about to have. So, yeah. but there's a really cool black and white Spider-Man there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. But um <laughs> so uh outside of music, I we talked about this before, but uh what do you do to kind of escape from the uh when you need to like get away from each other? Luckily <laughs> <laughs> I'm I've, I mean, if you asked us, who do you think is more the one that could grate on people's nerves? I'm going to say me. Um, she, the thing is, we both think that about ourselves, <laughs> but she's kind of she's kind of she's fun. I mean, I'm obnoxious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're so obnoxious. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. But so to answer your question, <laughs> um, I I love going camping. So like I will get uh, me and my husband and we'll put the dog in the car and watch her get car sick and go camping. <laughs> hey, that dogs get sick, car sick too. So yeah, <laughs> but, no, j- just to kind of throw it back, I I do have to kind of agree. I think i'm a very hard person to like as well and i feel like i'm annoying to a lot of people and you know i tell everybody it's like when i first meet them it's like you know i'm a very hard person to like and then everybody they talk to after that it's like no he's the easiest person in the world to like and i'm like we like you It it's just one of those things where if, if you see me out in public i'm just kind of i I'm told I have resting bitch face. Oh, and, it, and it's just like your face. And it, it's it's just one of those. It, it made me laugh, and it's like, yeah, I can see that. It's just like it's just like the natural position. Like when I'm just resting, it's like <laughs> it's comfortable for me, and, and it's like that. it takes so much energy for me to smile. It's like, if I'm tired, I'm not going to make that effort. I'm sorry. <laughs> so fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. So uh, Andy, what about you? Um, I actually, I, I like going down to the beach. Mm-hmm. 
Um, California beaches are very, very different than Florida beaches, though. California beaches are very cold. Yeah. Um, the I'm not, cold. the water is freezing. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is up with that? God damn, it gives me Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> when I first moved out here, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. This is going to be great. That water touched me and I had an instantaneous case of Tourette's. You should have seen the cuss words coming out of my mouth. It is cool. And, and being from Houston, I grew up, you know, our beach was on the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, yeah, it is gorgeous. warm. Yeah. It's warm. That That's the issue I had. Like, so growing up, whenever we'd go to the beach or the, to the ocean, it was always the Gulf. Like we were always on the uh, West coast or you know, the West coast of Florida. So like yeah. Fort Myers, that area, you know, we we're always yeah, there. So and it's like, yeah, the, that water was always really nice. So warm. And then uh, when I went off to college, my parents moved to the East coast of Florida and I tried to go into the water at one point and I'm like, not the same it's not the same it's yeah and then we went out to um la at one point but it was also like march so i tried to get into the water and it's like yeah nope that's not the smartest idea so so cold yeah on a good day in august when you sit on the beach and you sit there long enough that you're really 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 hot and it's like okay now i'm running into the water this is the moment no not even not even and my, now I understand why my mom never was always like when we went out to uh, we were, I think we were in San Diego at that point. We went out to visit San Diego, just family vacation, whatever. She was like, I am not getting in that water. So, you know, oh, yeah. it, happens. it happens. But, but the uh, beaches- yeah, it's I like to, you know, I'll grab my bicycle, I'll grab the dog and I'll bike and the dog will run alongside the bicycle. And so that's nice. You can at least enjoy the nice weather and along the beach. And that's great. That's nice that you actually have a dog that'll run with you on the bike. Right. Not try and run away or run into the bike or. I'm afraid to try that with my dog. I don't know. My dog's a little spaz. I don't know if that would work out. (laughs) But mine's all until he sees a squirrel and then all bets are off. Yeah. I was, uh, I keep telling everybody I'm about one more cute photo of a dog away from just giving up and buying or getting a dog. It's one of those things where, where I live now, it's very hilly and it's like, I don't want to have to go out at two in the morning or whatever and walk the dog and go up and down these Hills. That's too much effort. (laughs) You know, just like, if the dog gets loose, he's going to go, he or she's going to go running down into a ravine. Cause I live like right up against a dry riverbed. And so it's like, <laughs> there's just too much. And so once I get into a place that isn't as hilly or going to take as much effort to walk the dog, it's probably going to happen. So. Nice. Good. See, you need a backyard. So we've got a backyard. So we can three in the morning. We just open the door and we're like, let us know when you're ready to come back in. <laughs> or just stay out there the rest of the night. You're fine. You're yeah. you're, you're in LA. No, wait. No, mountain lions and cougars and all that craziness out there. Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah. Yep. It's, and coyotes are vicious. I've seen, I've heard some stories about coyotes. It's, yeah. It, it's, they're vicious. So. But um, anyways, so I don't want to keep you too much longer. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Oh, we love Be- hanging with you. Yeah. For, before we wrap this up, though, I'm going to take a few spins of the random question generator. I've oh. still got to come up with like a cute name for this, but it is the rapid fire question something or another. So come on, open. There we go. All right. So if you guys are ready, we'll do about three or four of these. I'm picturing the uh, Price is Right thing. Boop, 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 boop. Just me? So now it's that wheel. She's going to hurt me when this is over. <laughs> Would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into anybody else's past? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with someone else's past 
because I'm an avid believer of not knowing my future. Cause I think it would just, I mean, come on, we've seen the movies. It never goes well when you know your future. This is so true. I, but someone else's past so that maybe you see someone and you're like, Hey, why are you behaving that way? Why are you being this way? But maybe you just didn't, you know, if you see 10 minutes ago, it's like, Oh, they just had a weird altercation with someone they care about. And they're still dealing with that. That was and you can vote for me in 2022. That's right. Marie Roberts. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I love it. <laughs> My campaign My manager here is... Uh... <laughs> It's too bad. (laughs) It's too bad that there's not an election in 2023 because Marie in 2023 just kind of flows. (laughs) Oh, it does. Marie in 2023. It does. What can I run for? This congeniality. Oh, you have to run for that? (laughs) Oh. All right. So Andy, wait. I would I would probably do somebody else's uh past. as well, but I want to be able to pick the person because I think that it would be cool to find a historical figure, like maybe Abraham Lincoln and be like, okay, I want to see 10 minutes of what life was like for you when you were not president. Just give me 10 minutes of your past or, you know, somebody. I thought you were going to do like 10 minutes before the theater where it's like, all right, are we getting popcorn, drinks? No, too soon? No, no. Okay. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, so the next next question. I just ruined if, my campaign. You did. No, you're good. You're good. If you were appointed the supreme leader of the universe, what is your first decree? Oh, this is a dangerous question because of the times that we're living in right now. The universe. Uh, oh, I, I know what I would do. What? It's probably not a good thing. It's I I the Russian leader would not be the Russian leader no more. <laughs> you know, I would I would want there to killing would definitely stop in the Ukraine. You know, Russia the Putin would stop being a bully and a narcissist and so that's, that's yeah pretty good yeah yeah. It, but you know, it's that's the weird thing. It's like absolute power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. So yep. I I would feel very hesitant to use something like that because watch, you know, as soon as you get rid of him, then what? I become the you know the tyrant or something. I I would. You'd be a fun tyrant though. Would I? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. You think would. So. You'd be so, so cute. You'd be a cute, fun, blue-haired tyrant. See, she loves it when I do. <laughs> See, she's gonna smack me when it's over. <laughs> you would just be so much fun. <laughs> she's holding back. She's holding back so I mean, hard right now. Fun. I didn't know why you started doing this. Fun, cute, blue hair. Oh, wait, you do have blue hair. I do have blue okay, hair. Okay. See? What? Stop. Just answer the question. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so my decree. Stop stalling. Come on, you'd be a fun tyrant. You know it. Stop All it. right, uh, my decree everybody gets a house or home or whatever. Aww. Everyone has a home. And okay, now I know this is going to sound crazy, but all the weapons are gone and that sounds impossible because it's but but it would have to be all the weapons so it can't just be like oh you can't have a weapon it's like no that wouldn't be fair it's like all the weapons so like nobody could have a weapon except you know like you can still have a stick everybody can have a stick and you can like bonk each other on the head that's a weapon but you can't have a weapon that fires okay okay but you can have a stick so everybody can go book and you're like, what? You Tell me I'm a cute tyrant. Sticks and stab people with And them? that's okay. So you can have a stabby you can also rub them thing. together and set people on fire. You can do that too. That's allowed. It's a very nature-based weapon system. I, I like her world. I can still kill nature-based people based weapons. Yeah. Okay with- you can, you know, you can pick up a rock and thunk, you know. You can do that. It's so it's all natural. It has to be natural. You can't like it has to have be a natural. Yeah. It can't have a crafted, <laughs> crafted, you know, nothing projectile, none of that. No, this right. is 
shot. That'd be kind of projectile. <laughs> All right. So we're going to skip to more direct questions with direct answers. Are we taking too long to answer? Is this what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's amazing. It's exactly what I want it to be. I'm the worst rapid fire question person ever. <laughs> I got to finish winding her up. Okay. <laughs> rapid you're good you're good you're sorry would you rather eat a spider or swim with sharks swim with sharks swim with sharks yes i don't know how i don't know like that just scares the hell out of me i think i could I've deal with done it. oh you have, oh, you have? I, I have that that's that's why I jumped on that because I was like, oh, oh, I've done that. But I mean, I, I guess what's that? It was it was very frightening because one of the one of the sharks had now granted it was a baby shark. Aww. So it's it's not do, like do, I'm do, do. swimming with jaws, but it came up and it brushed my leg. You have never seen somebody stop oh. swimming. I was just like, oh, God. Um, but it was just curious. And then it swam away. But yeah, that's so cool. I don't like spiders unless they're on my jewelry. I like spiders, but I wouldn't want to eat them because yeah. I like them. That's fair. That's you. That's me. Yeah. That's that's fair. If you were to voice a cartoon character, who would it be? Oh. I think I would have, do you know? Are you still thinking? I'm I'm torn between two of them. I think I would probably, because I'm a big penguin fan, so I think I'd probably go with Chili Willy. Aww. Um, I think that I would love to voice Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I think that that would be fun. <laughs> cool. Who would you voice? It would probably be uh who did oh i said uh phineas from phineas and ferb oh yeah yeah nice. it that but to kind of rehash that story um that was a cartoon obviously i'm way too old for that cartoon because that's like within the last 10 years and you know but when i was in college a drunken party night ended at two, three, four, five in the morning, and they were playing Phineas and Ferb over and over again. So <laughs> I guess within the last 15 years, because it's been a little bit longer than that since I graduated college. But yeah. That's awesome. I like Phineas <laughs> yeah. and Ferb. That was a cool that's that was a, a good cool one. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I the I like the theme song. Like the theme song just kinda so all right. Last question. Oh dear, I'm afraid to ask this one but I'm going to. Where's the strangest place you've ever been forced to go to the bathroom? Oh. <laughs> oh and we're going to end it on that one. All right, go ahead. I know. I, okay, I think this is, I, yeah. Um, I was driving home from Vegas and I was by myself. I had been in Vegas with a lot of friends, but we all were in our own cars. And so by the time I left, most of my friends that are, they, they were ahead of me. And then I'm in my car and there was an accident on the 15 freeway mm -hmm. and it's only two lanes on each side. So when there's an accident, that's it. You're done. Yeah. You're in the middle of the desert. There's nowhere else to go. So yeah. basically everyone on this stretch of highway Everyone waited it out for about 30 minutes. And then people went, oh, this is serious. Everyone turned off their cars. People were walking ahead to see. And they're like, oh, there's an accident a mile up. And so everyone was just parked in their cars and just sitting there waiting for their cell phones to run out of power. Yeah. And then a couple hours later, a nice lady came up and knocked on my window and said, a few of us are going to go over that little tiny ravine off the side of the road. And my husband's going to hold a sheet in front of us so that we can all go to the bathroom. Would you like to come? We notice you're by yourself. I was like, thank you. So me and my little team of ladies went over into like a little ditch to use the restroom while the nice husband held up a sheet and looked the other way. So that was my, that's my weird one. Nice. <laughs>
mine was similar, but I was a kid and I was with my parents and we were on, you have stretches of road mm-hmm. in Florida that if you're on the turnpike, you do not like the, the exits oh, yeah. are like, now, if you're on the turnpike, there's like ma- between Orlando and like uh, Jensen Beach, where my p- parents lived. Yep. There's like maybe one exit. Uh huh. So. so there's not a lot of places to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid, and it was one of those things where my bladder was going to burst. Mm-hmm. And my dad pulled over and he was like, pull your pants down, go on the side of the road. And, and I had never, ever done that before. And I have never, ever done it since because <laughs> I was not very good at it. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> and my dad really, really wished that he had gotten to a rest area faster. That's, yeah. Um, for me, I was driving to Florida. I actually might've been in Florida at this point. We, it was a few years back. I had to go to the bathroom and I, I saw like, I saw this exit and I was like, all right, there's gotta be a bathroom. There's gotta be something here. And it like, there wasn't a sign saying rest area or anything. It was just a random exit somewhere. And I'm like, cool. I'm jumping off. If I got to go into the ditch, that's fine too. I pulled off into an abandoned rest area like it wasn't advertised there wasn't anything there except one little outhouse (laughs) sitting in the middle of an island like i had my buddy with me and it was just like all right it's middle of the day we both gotta go to the bathroom do we want to just keep on trucking and just kind of chance it or do we want to go into this random outhouse in the middle of Florida. And it's like, okay, so we get out, go. I opened the door, the most foul, like hasn't been cleaned in six years. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, (laughs) yes, cool. And I was like, I'm going to go on the backside of this thing. If you want to jump in there, go. I'm good. Well, there's, you guys have it a lot easier than we do, at least if it's just peeing. I mean, we're both. It it wasn't just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that was the, that was the issue. I was like, I could try and squat, but that's not. (laughs) That's a core workout then. Yeah. You've got to get good with your, you know, yoga and your utkatasana. You got to get in there. So I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm so glad we had this conversation. So, <laughs> so wait, wait, being a tyrannical world leader is okay, but we can't talk about poop. I'm just saying, I just said it took a turn. <laughs> I'm so mad at this app right now. It took me in so many different directions. I was not ready for but that's what it's for. It's meant to make things fun and lighthearted. So that's hilarious. <laughs> but um, what you get? I, I do want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat. I feel like we're all much closer now. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, for sure. For and when you come out to go to the Viper Room, you need to let us know. Yes, for sure. Careful that bathroom. That's that wasn't the my other. It was like as a kid or the bathroom at the Viper Room, <laughs> which was the strictest place. CBGBs. Oh, oh. You don't touch anything in there. Yeah, no, no. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, anyways. Thank you all so much for joining us. If anybody <laughs> wanted to, wants to check out the uh, upcoming release or wants to support you on your GoFundMe or just listen to anything you got out there. <laughs> or, <laughs> where's the best place for them to reach out to you and talk about the strangest place they've gone to the bathroom? <laughs> We're taking recommendations. Because <laughs> apparently we need them. Uh, oh, <laughs> we are on Facebook. The we key are best. 
Yeah. And we are on Instagram. You can follow us at the key of underscore F. You can follow me. I'm on Instagram as Andy K. She's on there. No, she's not. I, am. <laughs> she's I not have an Instagram account. That you never use. But I have one. She does. <laughs> Marie Pettit. Um, but yeah, we've also got our YouTube channel, which is, you can search it with the key of F and just put one of our names in it. That way you don't get musical instructions on how to play in the key of in F. The key of F. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't I, think about that when we had <laughs> You know, it's funny because when I was kind of uh, refreshing for this interview, I uh, went and uh, I saw like a podcast you just recently done or an interview. And uh -huh. one of the questions was what key are you in? Or, uh, I, or maybe like the subject for the show was what yeah. key are they in? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that, yeah. So uh, <laughs> some of our songs are in F, but not all of them. This is true. <laughs> that would get boring. Yeah. So what, if not all your songs are in the key of F, why did you name yourself the key of F? Short story, quick story. Um, when Marie and I, before we formed the band, we were joking mm -hmm. about, you know, we're like, hey, we should we should start a band. We like the way that we sound together and, mm -hmm. you know, the harmonies and stuff. And we were working on a cover tune and shocker, I was being a pain in the ass. I know me. Right. <laughs> and I kept asking Marie, what key are we in? And she was like, it's F. Andy, we're in the key of F. <laughs> About two minutes later, I was like, what key is that again? She was like, oh my the God, we're in F. F. <laughs> and I looked at her and I went, you know, that would be a really cool band name. And we had some other choices. So when it ended up being, when we decided to start the band, the um, the one that we landed on was the key of F. Like, that's kind of cool. And it's not too specific. It's just, you know. Yeah. You were yeah. the key of F. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on. It's been an absolute blast. You guys are welcome back on anytime. Thank, thank you. I will, so I will make sure to have that random question generated, locked and loaded. Always. And we will, <laughs> we will keep it rolling. But um, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you all later. All right. Bye, Bye. guys. Cool.